Hello, I'm Jackson Swear, entrepreneur and navigator for Startup Hutch, and your host for The Hot Seat. This month, I sat down with Jen from Jen's Java in Haven, Kansas. This is the first in a two-part series on Haven businesses. We'll be talking about this drive-through coffee shop that serves breakfast, lunch, and delicious drink creations like the Genergy. Jen and her husband are trying to meet the needs of Haven and give back to the community. I hope you'll take a listen and learn more about this brand new startup. So to get us started, can you please tell me your name and the business that you own? My name is Jennifer Brummer. I own Jen's Java in Haven, Kansas. All right. So is it just you in the business or you do have some co-owners? Um, it's myself and my husband, Dan uh-huh. Brummer. All right. Excellent. Um, husband and wife pair. Pretty common in the entrepreneurship world. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what made you decide that you wanted to start a coffee-based business. So we moved to Haven almost three years ago. Our neighbor owned the building, and he started talking to my husband about selling it. And they were talking what it was previously. And before he had it, it had been a coffee shop at one time. So he decided that we probably needed to open a coffee shop because at the time there was nothing in Haven except for the Mexican restaurant. Okay, so you saw a clear a clear gap there, a clear a clear need. There wasn't anything like that. Did you have any experience with either the coffee business or with small business in general entrepreneurship, or was this a totally a new venture jumping out the deep end? Um, I had no experience with coffee. Um, I have previously owned an electrical company, a barbecue company, a snow cone, and a liquor store. So I have ran businesses before. I just have never ran a coffee shop before. Very good. And you're what we would call a serial entrepreneur in my business. Multiple different things there. I think that's great. So what did you find to be different and uniquely challenging about the coffee business? learning the different mixtures that you would put together for the coffee because I do not drink coffee. So it was up to him. And we had a girl at that time come in that had previously worked at a coffee shop and helped us out. Okay. So figuring out all the different flavors, um, what else? I would imagine coffee business is different in a variety of different ways from the electrical business. Some of the other businesses you mentioned, what else did you have to learn? Um, We learned the different breakfast items, what people would like. We did talk to people in Haven to see what they would prefer and be interested in having at the store. So we decided we would do coffees. My request was Diet Coke because that's what I drink. So we had to have Coke products and different drinks with pop and different flavored drinks that people would like. Um, one of like one of our most popular would be the Genergy, which is Red Bull. So we do a lot of different things with energy drinks also. Okay, cool. So just to back up there a little bit, I'm intrigued by a comment that you made that you talked to people around Haven to try to figure out what they wanted. And I think that's a really great step for people who are thinking about starting businesses uh, to do, to try to get some sense of what their community is wanting and what they would be willing to support. Can you tell me a little more about how did you do that? Did you just kind of go around to your friends and neighbors? Did you use the the community centers in some kind of way? How did you go about getting feedback from other people in Haven so you knew what people wanted? We just kind of went around to the neighborhood because, like I said, we were new in town. 
And then they would tell their friends, and then their friends would come over and tell us what they would like to see. So that's why we decided to do lunch and breakfast and close by 2 in the afternoon. So was that always the plan, or was that something that you, you I guess, did you start with that, or did you change to that later? Um, yes, we started opening from 6 to 1 Monday and Tuesday, and then 6 to 2 Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and 7 to 1 on Saturday. That way then the other businesses could do the dinner because the Mexican restaurant at that time was not really opening during lunch, and it was just us. And with being a small town, you want to give everybody a chance. Yeah, that makes good sense. Um, Often in, I mean, I think in all of our communities, but especially in the smaller towns in Reno County, you see really great collaboration and cooperation within the small business community there. Talk to me a little bit about that. What has it been like being a new small business in Haven? It's been tough being new to the community. Community, you know, they go to the people that they know. But it was, it's been very busy. We've been very successful. Then there was another business that opened up. And we worked it out with them that they would just do lunch and dinner. But they have now changed doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then the Mexican restaurant closed. So then we started doing the community was wanting Mexican in the evening. So we started doing Mexican evening on Thursday night. But then once the new Mexican restaurant opened, we stopped doing that due because we didn't want to take business from them. So it sounds like you've it's a constantly evolving setup for Mm -hmm. sure here three years in. Do you see a future where you really have settled in and you know for sure? what you want to do, or do you envision that it's going to be a lot more uh, improvisation along the way? I think we're pretty set where we want to be. Dan does want to add a patio out front. That will probably be in the future at some point. So then we can maybe stay open a couple nights a week. Well, uh, you mentioned the patio, and I think it would be interesting if you'd tell listeners a little more about the building itself and the space that you have. You've got some space inside. I think you have a drive through Talk to me a little bit about how that business is set up and where your traffic comes from. So we are set up to where we have a a few seats inside. It's not the biggest building there is, but we also have a drive-thru. We do a lot of our work through the drive-thru. We get people coming off of 96 a lot. I just wish we could do more advertising out on the highway and put signs up, and that Haven would allow that to add signs to the Haven sign for more opportunity to bring more people in. But we do have our regulars. We have people that come in three days a week at their regular time, and they expect to have their regular seat. If somebody's in it, they're not real happy. But that works out, too. I don't know. Most of the traffic is done through the drive-thru. That's helped us. And if we couldn't have had a drive-thru, I wouldn't have opened the business. Was but, the was the drive-thru there on the building before, or did you have to put it in? No, we added the building. But due with COVID and everything, I wanted to make sure we could have a drive-thru. Oh, well, yeah. You mentioned COVID. I We don't talk about that as much these days as we used to. But that timing three years ago, you, did you start right before COVID or right in the middle of it? It was in the middle of COVID okay. when we started. Okay, so the drive-thru was absolutely critical for you, yeah. and that makes good yeah. sense. we had to have the drive-thru or we would not have – I wouldn't have d- done the business just because when I had the liquor store, it was drive-thru, walk-up only, and my drive-thru was busy all the time, so I wanted to make sure we had a drive-thru for the restaurant. Okay, cool. So you mentioned, you know, there's maybe it was a barrier with some of the advertising that you would like to be able to do. Talk to me a little bit more about what – 
some of the barriers that you were able to overcome, but kind of some of the things that you had to had to get past as you were getting started? So the barrier that's still out there is signage. We do not have any signage out on the highways or anything because it's finding people that will allow us to put it on their land or the interstate. We can't do that either. So it's basically Facebook. That's what we do for our advertising and word of mouth. Yeah, social media is big. Do you do all of that yourself or do you hire out help for that? Um, We do it ourselves. Okay. Um, How did you teach yourself to do that? I think that's that's sometimes a sticking point for, for new people trying to get started. They don't know how to do that. I had used it in the other businesses. Um, and in the past, my other business was, were in Salina, so I had people help us there because it was bigger and we did more advertising through the papers and stuff there. But mm-hmm. I know we've had articles in the paper here on Jen's Java. And then another thing that helped us advertise out was last year we had a spot at the state fair. We had bought a building at the state fair and um, opened that up. So that gave us a lot of advertisement for that, but we did sell that property. It was just too much since my husband and I work full-time jobs also. Okay. So I'm just going to keep following the threads there. I think that's another interesting comment that you made. So both you and your husband work full-time, and you mentioned the kind of the hours of the business, obviously, that's open during the day. How many uh, How many people do you employ to keep that going for you? So right now I have a full-time person that works during the week, and then I have four high school kids that work. Okay. So pretty much in the summer, the high, she allows the high school kids to run it, and then she'll come back in the once school starts and start again. Good deal. So creating some good opportunities for some some younger folks here in Haven and, and a good kind of manager position as well. That's really important. Talk to me a little about hiring. How do you approach figuring out who to hire and finding the right person to be on your team? So our hiring, we've just ran through Facebook and people come in and apply and we just sit down and my husband and I sit down and interview them. And How do you know somebody's going to be a good barista? Well, we've had our ups and downs on I know, that. Maybe you, don't, maybe, maybe, you don't, maybe you don't know every time, right? <laughs> no, I guess. you don't. Maybe, maybe the question is actually, um, you know, how do you, how do you manage uh, staff when you've got, I'm sure this is a high turnover type of business. You're dealing with high school kids. Talk to me a little bit, a little bit about that. How do, you, how do you manage the staff and keep it going at the standards that you want. So right now I got a good crew in that is very good and they're dependable and will come in. But there has been times I have been out of state and things have not gone right. And I have a very wonderful neighbor that will go over there and help me out in those times if something's not working. But right now it's a good crew. I am losing two of our part-time for college. One of them would be my daughter and um, the other one is just, taking the time Just, off. Mm-hmm. So talk about family a little bit. Is this, uh, you mentioned your daughter works in the business. Is family working in the business and kind of family entrepreneurship a part of your whole family story? Well, my family and my husband's family is from the Salina area. So we are it in Haven. So myself and my husband and my daughter are the only ones that work down there. Now. Okay. Okay, very good. Do you come from a, an entrepreneurial background yourself, or were you the, the first kind of business owner person in your family? Nope. So my mom did hair for 52 years out of our house, and my dad had his own heating and cooling business in Salina. Okay. All right. So you come, you come, by, it, you come by it that way. Yep. Now, um, a lot of times when people kind of grow up in that kind of environment, their parents are, are able to be mentors for them. Um, is that was that able to be the case for you? And yes or no, have there been anybody else 
along the way who's been really helpful in mentoring you and uh, as you've learned how to be a business owner? Um, my parents, when I started the other ones, um, they were there and could be by my side and help me out, and they helped out a lot. Um, if my mom and dad were closer, they would help out here too, but it's just they're an hour away. What's the best piece of advice they ever gave you about business that you kind of keep with you to this day? If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to work the business yourself. Mm, that is great advice. There's a saying um, that, I, that I've heard that I like, which is when you, uh, when you own your own business, you get to work half days, 12-hour days. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, and some, usually it's not just 12 hours, is it? Um, that's, that's not right. And we first started this, I was going to work at full time. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to go back and get my master's to teach special ed. And I've just stayed in the school now. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's great. When people can work uh, something to make sure that that revenue is coming in while they're building something up, you're still in the early stages here in the first five mm -hmm. years. So I think that that makes a lot of sense, and it's, it's great that you're able to do that and that you've been able to find the help that you need in order to run the store, which is, I, I know, critically important for that. So sticking on the advertising, what have you found are some of the most effective ways for you to get yourself out there, whether that's specific things that you're doing on Facebook or that you, you mentioned the state fair was really good for you? What do you, what do you find are your most effective ways to market yourself? Like I said, we just use Facebook. So, and we run specials every week or every day, um, and we'll put a special drink. We do give military and first responders ten percent discount, and we also have been running, um, which we're going to start this month. We were doing every different day was a different Haven business to get percentages off, but we are now going to change that to monthly. So, starting in August, it will be USD three twelve teachers and that and then the next month will be somebody and then it was just getting too confusing for the community and for everybody else coming in okay so make sure make sure i understand that so so who gets the discounts on these on these monthly discounts haven businesses oh okay so the people who work for the work at those businesses or if they've been to those businesses just so like usd 312 anybody works for the school district here in haven starting in august will get it um anybody works for haven mattress say whatever month they are and then the federal buildings and okay yeah so. cool cool i just wanted to make sure i understood the, yeah. the nature of the the promo so that's brought a lot of people in too mm -hmm. that's great You've clearly been in this business ownership thing for a long time. What makes you keep wanting to do it? I guess the family support. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've met a lot of new people along the way and that support you too. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned these promos that you have coming up. What else do you have coming up at the, at the coffee shop? So August 5th, we're going to have a drawing for a back-to-school backpack. We did this last year too. Last year, not very many people came in and signed up for it, but this year, hopefully, we'll get more kids in and um, get it going. We have been advertising that on Facebook as well as word of mouth and flyers. Easter, we had a basket giveaway, and the Easter Bunny was at the coffee shop, which was very good. We had a lot of kids, so hopefully the kids will come out and sign up, and it's full of school supplies and a backpack. So you mentioned kind of some of your background is working with 
kids in special ed, and you've mentioned kids a couple of times there. Is that a, a big motivator for you in terms of trying to give back to the community and thinking about that? Yeah, I enjoy working with all kinds of kids. Talk to me a little bit about that. Where does that come from? I don't know. Ever since I was little, I wanted to be a teacher, and I went to college. My last year, I switched my major to interior design, and I just keep going back to the education field. So when we moved here, I was a para at Haven High just because we moved real fast and I didn't have a job. And Travis Moore was the principal at that time. And both SPED teachers left that year, and he convinced me to go back and get my master's and teach SPED. So that's where that came from. There you go. All right. So what other ways do you give back to the community? Um, We get lots of calls for different gift certificates. People do like gift certificates to come over and enjoy our lunches, which we do a lot of sandwiches. The Danny Boy is probably our most popular sandwich. It's um, like a club. Another one that also is popular that people like to purchase with their gift certificates or just come in and purchase is the turkey one with, it's got turkey and cranberry sauce. Mm. And that's a popular one too. Awesome. So how did you come up with all the sandwich flavors? I Googled a lot on the internet and just kind of tweaked them a little to make our own sandwiches. Cool. Cool. It's a little bit of unique flavor there. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that, was it the Jennerzy? Jennerzy drink. Jennerzy yep, drink. That is a mm-hmm. Red Bull, flavored Red Bull drink that we do make, and the high school kids love that drink. Cool. So lots of different unique things to, mm-hmm. to bring people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of bringing people in and pivoting a little bit away from the, the community here in Haven, you're located conveniently right on this K96 highway corridor. Have you had anybody fun stop in? To the, to the store? Yeah, the, we have. The, the Kansas gastronomist came in. He loved the story. Actually, he did have the Danny Boy, um, which was great. He has a Facebook page that a lot of people follow, and we had a lot of followers from that come in and check out the different items, um, especially breakfast. Our biscuits and gravy are our number one hit at breakfast time, too. What else do you have for breakfast? We do a breakfast casserole. That's a special some weeks. Breakfast quesadillas, breakfast burritos are very popular with gravy. They're very, they're big. Um, We do breakfast sandwiches. And we do also a lot of keto-friendly things for people also. We have the eggs as the bun for the sandwiches in the morning. We carry keto tortillas. We also do gluten-free bread. So we carry gluten-free things for that too. Is that uh, something that you're particularly interested in yourself, or is that about trying to serve everybody that would come into your store? Talk to me a little bit about what makes you want to serve the kind of the low-carb keto stuff. Because we've had a lot of requests for that, because mm-hmm. a lot of people right now are keto-friendly, and so since people ask for it, we bring it in, we try it. If it goes over, we keep it. Kind of like gluten-free bread. If somebody comes in and wants a sandwich, I want to make sure that I have something there for them that they can eat. Mm-hmm. Great. So that, yeah, just an, one more example of you responding to the needs of the community and just trying trying to do what they needed to do. Yeah, I just think that that's really cool. I think it's awesome that you're bringing in people from outside of the community into Haven and that you know, you've even gotten some good statewide press for that as well and bringing in people from all around. Um, a little bit about what 
you'd like to see Gens Java be in the future, both for yourself and for the city of Haven? You want to see it get bigger? Do you want to franchise out and be all over the country? Do you just want to... If it would, do you just want to keep serving the community of Haven? And My husband would franchise it, but it's just so hard to get employees. And I'm one that if I don't have it in town with me, I can't really watch over it. So I would like to just keep it where it was, maybe make expand maybe a little, you know, add the patio, do that, do maybe bring somebody in to have a little concert or something on the patio add that to it but i don't really want it to go any bigger all right well i think that would be just a just a patio and a little bit of music and a little bit of extra seating would be a lovely addition to what is already a great asset to the city of haven my colleague christopher and i were able to stop in and and grab a quick drink on our way over here to record i should say we're recording this podcast today here in the city of haven and uh very excited to get to chat with one of the new startups here in Haven. Anything, any final thoughts that you would want to add for our listeners? Keep in mind, you know, we have a lot of folks who are interested in small business, thinking about starting a business. Maybe what's been the most important lesson that you've learned through all of the years of owning these different businesses about owning your own business? The most important lesson I've learned is make sure you have somebody that will help support you in doing it to keep you positive because it can bring you down at some points and to always be there and check in on it. All right. Great. Sound advice for anybody who's interested in entrepreneurship. And just want to say thanks so much, Jen, for taking the time to chat with us today. And also thank you to our listeners for tuning in. I also need to thank Bowercom for the cover art and Christopher Acker and Salt City Sound for help with recording and posting the podcast. If you'd like to find out more about Startup Hutch, you can find us on our website, startuphutch.com, or on most social media platforms at Startup Hutch. We hope that if you're a business owner, you'll also consider joining the Startup Hutch Idea Exchange, our private Facebook group where small business owners in Reno County can share ideas about business and ask each other questions. Finally, I hope that you'll do us a favor by sharing the podcast and also by letting us know if there's anybody that you'd like to have on the podcast in the future. You can reach us either in the comment section on Facebook or by using the contact page on our website. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in next time. <laughs>